experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Can do it better for her. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your right hand and just thank the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you. We can do it better for the band. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's our first night, and we pray that you go home with a blessing. We're going through through November. By the time we end November, we'll be very much overweight with the blessings of God. Can the amen be louder? I know most of you are going to work. You're a bit tired, but if you help us, within two hours, we'll be out. So try and say the amen and all that. Shake somebody and say, you can't sleep at this time at all. Glory to God. I'll go straight into the word. If you are watching us online, you are welcome as well. You receive a blessing as well. Glory to God. I'm teaching on the blessing of Salem. The blessing of Salem. Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7. Verse 1. <clears throat> Sorry, Hebrews 7, verse 1. He said, for, <clears throat> for this Melchizedek, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him. Glory to God. There was a guy called Melchizedek. We all have heard of Melchizedek. He says that Melchizedek is the king of Salem. Salem means peace. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's another word for shalom. Praise God. But I think that this has another Hebrew meaning. Glory to God. And I think the Muslim copied Salem also from us. So it has an Arabic root as well. So the Islam, they believe in peace. And, but the real peace is from Jesus. Glory to God. So he said this Melchizedek was a king of peace. A king of Salem. Hallelujah. And we made Bible makers understand that Melchizedek is a typology of Jesus. Because he came without genealogy. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the king or the prince of peace. So Melchizedek, the king of Salem, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. He blessed him. He blessed him from that place of Salem, that place of peace. Hallelujah. It means that the greatest blessing a man can get is the, is, is the blessing of peace. That you are at peace with God and at peace with men. Because if you have all the money and you are not in peace, that money will bring you trouble. Hallelujah. So material blessings are not enough. So he is the king of priests, uh, the king of Salem. Let's go. Verse 2. Now he comes to a lecture to understand. To whom also give a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation, the king of righteousness. So he said, firstly, Salem comes by righteousness. Nobody can have true peace without the righteousness of God. Because the peace of God only comes in when man has been united with God. And man can only be united to God through the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus only. Hallelujah. So, you realize that when people are not in peace with themselves, it means they have something out. The righteousness of God is gone. And no man 
can be righteous except he has received the gift of righteousness. So many people who are doing many things, even born again, you are born again, but you realize that by the time you stop, you start working in unrighteousness, there is some level of unrest between you and God. God is ever ready to always be there for you, but you, that you have lost that peace that you have with God. So most of it, the soul begins to now crave for certain things. They realize that now you want to party to make you be at peace. You want to eat to make you be at peace. You want to clap to make you be at peace. So you realize that a Christian who cannot sit in church, who cannot sit, he's losing his peace. That peace that he has with God. Salem is going away because the Salem of God comes only by the righteousness of God. And you are the righteousness of God. Oh, clap your hands and shout glory to God. Shake somebody and say, you are the righteousness of God. And the peace of God is with you. Can I get a very big amen? Clap your hands and shout glory to God. We are doing this so that you cannot sleep. Tell somebody it's because of you we are clapping so that you sleep. So when we are clapping, clap. Now clap your hands. Oh, are the hands yours? Hallelujah. Say, I am at peace with God through the righteousness of God. So the man that is at peace with God fears nothing. He's at peace. He knows that when he dies today, he's going to heaven. He's at peace with God. He knows that even when war comes today, God will still take care of him. He's at peace with God. He knows that when the economy go haywire, God will still take care of him. He's at peace with God. Can the amen be louder? But the man who is not at peace with God will become, unre- will become restless. When he sees petrol price moving, he says, can God do it? Meanwhile, God has done it. He said, hey, can the doctor diagnose something? He said, oh, I'm gone. There is no peace. That only peace comes through the righteousness of God. And you are the righteousness of God. You received it as a gift of God. So the Bible says we have to understand and become skillful in righteousness. If you are not skillful in righteousness, you always end up not understanding how to work with God. You will lose your peace. So all the devil will do is to bring sin always in your life. So you're always having that unrest. Even when you are praying, you don't believe that God will answer. Because you, you say, ah, I did this two weeks ago. The devil is bringing unrest inside you. Because you are forgotten that you are the righteousness of God. But when you know that, you know that you know. I am the righteousness of God. I didn't do it. I didn't get it by anything I did. It's a gift of God. And as long as I'm wearing that garment, my peace is still intact. I'm in perfect Salem. Hallelujah. This is not when everywhere is quiet. There can be chaos, but you are not moved. You are not moved. Troubles here and there, but you are not moved. Look at somebody say, don't be moved by the economy. These things are not new. There is nothing new under the sun. Depressions have come and gone. Troubles have hit the world and gone. We, in our time, it's also happening to go. When, if Jesus tarries and doesn't come, when we all die 200 years from now, there'll be another one. It, it will be like that. It keeps going, coming back, keep going, coming back. How did they survive the depressions of the time? There were people who believed in God. Hallelujah. They didn't lose their peace. Tell somebody, let nothing let you lose your peace. You shake the person and say, hey, let nothing let you lose your peace. He said he was the king of Salem. Peace with God, which comes through righteousness. Hallelujah. The man has a lot of money, but he's not the righteousness of God. He sleeps and he's afraid to die. If you're afraid to die, you don't know where you are going. But when you are peace with God, you are not afraid of death. Hallelujah. Say, I cannot fear. fear. Oh, I don't like the way you're saying it. Put your hand on your chest. Say, I cannot fear. fear. Any Christian that is fearful cannot work with God. You have lost your peace. Maybe you are not walking in that righteousness that God has given to you. So you are afraid. The little thing you are afraid. You shouldn't be afraid. If the Holy Spirit is really at work in you, you become bold. 
fear is vanquished. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Especially when you know you are at peace with God. Oh, say I'm at peace with God. Peace with God. Hey, I can only hear two people. Tell somebody, help the man of God. Shout it, I am at peace with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he first says, he the preaching king of righteousness. And after that also, he the king of Salem, which is king of peace. So Salem comes with righteousness and peace. So when righteousness and peace joins together, then we are in that perfect Salem, that place of peace where we are not perturbed. So how different is this from Shalom? This one is strictly by the, the, the righteousness that comes through Jesus. And we receive righteousness. So I'm at peace with God, knowing that when I die today, I'll still be with God. I am not afraid. Hallelujah. Knowing that no matter if I even lose everything in this world, oh my God, God can still give them back to me in hundredfold. So I am not afraid. It comes through the righteousness. So as long as I'm walking in righteousness, understanding what Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary, I am at peace. I depend on the finished works of Christ. If he died for me, then I will live. If he was beaten, striped, then sickness cannot stay in my body. That is the confidence that I have. Because I get that peace through his righteousness. So when the devil says, put sickness on me, by his stripes, I am healed. Why? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I can still be unmoved by that disease. Being at peace, knowing that through his righteousness, I am healed. Can the amen be louder? Shalom is when God himself bestows peace. Higher. Higher. Hallelujah. He brings in to that place of perfectness. You are in that shalom of God. Where everything is at work. But that one, he brings your mind toward him. He said, he will keep in perfect shalom. He whose mind is stayed on thee. Hallelujah. As long as you put your mind on God, he brings you that shalom of God. So when Jesus appears, he shall, peace be to you. Shalom be to you. Look at somebody and say, shalom be to you. Everywhere in the world where people are moving up and down, they are looking for shalom. They are looking for peace. They want to be in that Salem of God. Why would somebody want to gather so much money? Because he knows that when I have so much money, I will try to be okay to put everything around me so that everything will move well. So he thinks that he can get that, that peace through money. Somebody say, if I marry, I'll be at peace. When he marries, he realized that even being with another human being can become war. Because true peace comes from Jesus Christ. Can the amen be louder? Look out for the man that has peace. He can conquer everything. So all the devil will do is to steal your peace. He will steal your peace through conflict. He will steal your peace through lack of finances. He will steal your peace through diseases. He will steal your peace through everything. If you lose that peace, you begin to go downward. Because your soul will now be craving for things that are not of God. You begin to go downward looking for the things that do not give peace. But real peace comes from Jesus Christ. I pray that your peace will remain. May disease not take your peace. May troubles not take your peace. May nothing take your peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can the amen be louder? So when Christians say I'm at peace, sometimes when they say I'm at peace, there is a war within. Everything can be quiet around you, but there is a war within you. It changes your countenance. It changes everything around you because there is an inward fight. But when you allow the Salem of God, we come through righteousness. It changes you from inside out. Hallelujah. So troubles may be outside, but you still look fresh. You still look good. You are still looking uh, glorious. Ah, I see people, no matter what is happening in their country, you will still look glorious. Your amen looks sick. 
you will still look glorious. Shout, the peace of God is with me. I can't hear you. Give somebody a high five. Say, peace be, peace be with you. Yeah. Do you know that when God promised us to be rich, he's not even actually promising us currency. He's not promising us money. It's not about Christian counting his money. No. He said, I will take care of you. That alone is shalom. He will bring you to a place. He told them, he said, go and buy without money. God is the only God that can instruct you like that. Buy without money. You are the righteousness of God. He will bring you to that place where if there is no money in your bank account, the things you still need, he can still make them happen in your life. Ask somebody, why are you perturbed? Why are you moved? Why are you losing your peace? Because you look at your bank account. Yeah, somebody can look at his age and say, oh God, I failed. He would declare failure upon his own life. The righteousness of God. Ah. Even if he's left with 10 years for you, God can let you live that 10 years like you have lived 200 years. He can, he can amplify those years. There are people who live long and all they live were just full of trouble. You can get into your 50s and God can prosper you and you may even live up to just 61 and to look like you have lived so long. Because it's like every day loads of blessings. Loads of, you'll be telling God, God, I'm tired. I see God doing it for some, only 21 people here. Kai, tell somebody, don't be moved, don't be moved. This lady will get to an age, you say, oh God, I failed with my life. God, there's no man to marry me at this age. The righteousness of God? No, I am not moved. He can make my end so glorious that I'll forget about my past. Although my past never existed. You know, if probably you used to walk long distances for a very long time, God can bless you for a car that you ever forget. You'll forget that you ever even walked. Even if you remember, you, you remember, you'll be like, ah, is it true that I really walked? He had brought you to a place of Salem. Your peace is restored. Anything stealing your peace, I bind it. May your peace be restored. May nothing shake you in this world. Can the amen be louder? Psalm 71. Say, I'm at peace, I'm at peace. Psalm 76. Psalm 76. Now, I realize why many Christians backslide. I'm just realizing it. When you see a Christian that is backslide, he has lost his peace. The person is looking for something. But what the person is looking for, he's looking for it in the wrong place. The person thinks that he'll get it there. We know that road. It's the road of death. The person involves himself in so many things. That's what gives them peace. They think they are at peace. They wake up tomorrow and they realize that there's still more trouble. So they will either drink, smoke, or have sex. Be having sex all around them because they want to be at peace. And the peace never comes because the peace is not found in things. It's only found in Jesus. The man that knows the peace of God is easy for him to walk in righteousness because he knows that if God said it, he will do it. You can be satisfied with peace. You don't have money, but you are so satisfied. And everybody is looking at you and saying, you are not serious. But you are so satisfied. You are satisfied. You are so satisfied. You can be driving a Peugeot 307. 1999 model. And you are so satisfied. You don't know people say, no, wife, you, you are not getting the new Range Rover. He said, it will come. I am at peace with myself. Oh, I can't hear you. Just look at somebody say, be at peace, be at peace. We worry ourselves with too many things. Too many things. You are living somewhere. How you wish you live in East Legon. So you come to East Legon, you realize that there is no peace. 
Because you are paying your rent in dollars. And when you see the dollar going up, you wake up tomorrow morning, the first you want to check the rates because your, your rent is coming. You are not at peace. Meanwhile, God says, stay in Matahiko for a while. And you can stay there and you are just at peace. You are so much at peace. Can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, the peace of God be with you. When you lose your peace, the devil will get you. He'll put your mind on many things that are useless. Your spirit, your soul will be going up and down. You are not satisfied in God. Say, I'm satisfied. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Sample, I'm not satisfied. Say, God, satisfy me. Mm, that's the prayer. She realized that some people are getting to many things. They are not satisfied. They are not satisfied. But God can satisfy you. Look at somebody say, God can satisfy you. I don't like the way you told the guy. Look into your face and smile and say, really, God can satisfy you. He can. Tell him, yes, he can. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. Hallelujah. Let's go. In Salem also. Now he describes Salem as a place. In Salem also is his tabernacle. In that place where you are peace in righteousness. He said, and his dwelling place is in Zion. The whole of Zion comes to abode with you. The whole of Zion. Now, this is where we are moving to another level. Tell somebody, don't sleep now, don't sleep now. They are things that God select people to hear. They are things that God will select some few people to hear. Not everybody will hear it. Because God's real peace comes from where? If Jesus appeared to you and told you tomorrow morning you become a billionaire, that is the peace of God. Because you don't know what it will take, but you can hang on on the word of God. If you hang on on the word, it gives you peace. There are people, even if somebody promises you, you go home and sleep. A human being that can fail. How much more God? Who is the king of Salem? Can the amen be louder? So you realize that there are things that God can select some few people to hear. Sometimes in the big meetings, God doesn't say much. But in the smaller meetings, you hear that God can come in and give you a word. And that word will sustain you for the rest of your life. That is why even people that have encounters, they don't have encounters when they are with people. They have encounters when they are with themselves. And that meeting with God was bigger than any crusade with two million people. Because at that moment, the whole heaven is concentrated on that you and him alone. That a man will have an appointment with God. If they say you have an appointment with, oh, Joe Biden, I don't like the man like that. Ah. Who, who, okay, put in. Yeah. Ah. That you have, you have an appointment with put in. You'll be like, me? Yeah. Is he want to kill me? Ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you have an appointment with God. The whole of heaven is concentrating on you. You come out there, you'll be at peace. The reason why Moses was at peace, because he encountered God. 40 days he was with God. 40 days. He was neither hungry. He didn't look for food. Because the presence of God can so satisfy you, that food becomes irrelevant. Once you come out of that place. So it is said that Moses actually was not even fasting for 40 days. Because he was under the cloud of heaven. And when you are under the cloud of that glory, he was there for 40 days. It will look like he was there for four minutes. And when Moses came out, 40 days have gone past. And the people look at him and he was shining. He was glistering with the glory of God. Oh, I pray that you find the peace of God. You will not allow the things of this world. To move you. Amen. Can the amen be louder? Amen. Oh, 
you can be with a woman. You say, no, I want this other shape. You are not satisfied. But God, huh? Let me leave these people. But God can make you satisfied. Now point to somebody and say, may God make you satisfied. Wherever you have found yourself. May, somebody say, man of God, you don't know my libido. God can still make you satisfied. Shake somebody and say, satisfaction is coming. Your libido will be tamed. Don't tell the person that one. Why are you telling the person that? Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, satisfy me, Lord. Oh, you are not, you are, you are the way you are. Some of you are looking at me. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Oh, shout glory. In Salem also is his tabernacle. And his dwelling place is in Zion. God can bring you to that place. It looks like there's no money, but God. Everything is working. Satisfied with peace. Tell somebody, I'm at peace. Are you? Tell him, if anything is wrong with you tonight, cast it onto Jesus. And he'll make it happen for you. He'll bring you to a place of peace. Now, Salem brings you that place of peace with God. But there is peace with men. Peace with God and peace with men. Hallelujah. And that's where sometimes the challenge is. God can let there be peace between you and men. And the peace with men doesn't mean that there is not going to be trouble. Because among men, there will always be trouble. Because of misunderstandings. We don't understand each other like that. It's only God that understands us the way we are. If you tell somebody, you have to understand the way I am, I will never it will take me time. You are a product that God created. How many years do you think I can take to understand that product that Elohim created? There are some gadgets when you buy them, you have been using them for five years. You have not even figured it all out. Example, I'm using iPhone. There are features they don't know about. They have just saw WhatsApp, TikTok, Facebook, and they make calls. They don't know the other features. They have not discovered what Apple created. How much more God? Tell somebody, give me time for me to understand you. Because it's only God that understands you to the detail. Hey, even doctors have tried. But still, there are some things in this body doctors don't understand. That's why there are diseases. Any disease that does not have cure, it means that doctors have not discovered how it works in the body. They are still here to discover. And me, you want me to understand you fully? That is why there will be misunderstanding between us. But God can bring peace among men. That we have misunderstanding doesn't mean that you are my enemy. You are not my enemy. He can still let me be at peace. Oh, can the amen be louder? I pray that there be peace in marriages. Peace in relationships. Peace in the church. Peace at workplace. Peace with the brethren. Can the amen be louder? So Paul said, as long as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. As long as it depends on you. If it doesn't depend on you, you can't do much. You wish you'd be at peace with that guy. But the person is calling for war. That's up to the person. We wish peace, but you are wishing war. War be unto you. But as long as it depends on me, even after the God, 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 let's make peace. Because the end of it all is peace. Can the amen be louder? And that is why we are going to get into a heaven and we are going to be in that place of perpetual peace. A place of salam. Remember in heaven there is no buying nor selling. You are not going to buy anything. You are not going to sell anything. How will you be at peace? Because God is the provider of everything. You wake up, there's fruits. You wake up, there is food. You are going to begin to live like a baby. Because God, Father God, will take care of you. Amen. Clap your hands, Kanina. You will not pay rent again. You will not buy land. If God is selling the land in heaven, you cannot buy it. Everything is for free. 
you wake up, your house has been built by the angels. And the house actually is being built now according to your work here. So some people are building Atakwami houses. They are work here. Some people, they, are, they will get home, they will get heaven, and there is no roofing in their house. But God said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Hallelujah. Some people's house too will be garnished. Because while they are working here on earth to extend the kingdom, God is allowing all their works to use to build something beautiful for them in heaven. We will never be the same in heaven. No, people who work harder will be rewarded. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, you'll be at peace, but you wish you could have lived in a better place. Hallelujah. Look at somebody saying that that's why when we are working, work some. Tell him that's why when we are praying, pray some. That's why when we are going for evangelism, go some more. So people are Concern about building a house here, which is okay, but there is a better one. Now, there is a guy called Abraham. He owns a place in heaven called Abraham Bosom. The only guy with real estate in heaven. He owns that whole place. And if you die, you are going to go to heaven. You will definitely pass through Abraham's bosom. You will, Abraham is the first person you will see before you enter. Because his bosom is the place that collects the saints. And prepares them into the city. So when you die, you open your You find yourself at Abraham's bosom. Didn't Jesus say it? That there was a rich man and a poor man. And when they die, one find himself in where? Ah, you, have not, you have forgotten your scripture. Where did he find himself? Abraham's bosom. Hallelujah. So that is that place where God wants to bring you. In the place of Salem. Peace with God and peace with man. I will not let anything take my peace. So you got to protect your peace. If something wants to take your peace, you say, hey, out. Because when you lose your peace, the devil will get you. Sickness will come in. Disease will come in. Troubles will begin to happen even in your soul, your spirit, and your body. Hallelujah. Watch out. For, there are some psychological issues that when you begin to have, you start growing lean. You don't even know. You have, no, you have tested for all the diseases. Still, doctors say there is nothing. You are not at peace. Immediately you come at peace, your body will start aligning. You start getting better. That's why some people, when they have peace of mind, if you are fighting with somebody that has peace of mind, you are wasting your time. That guy can insult you today. He has forgotten that you even fought. Tomorrow morning, he's the first person to call you. Hey, and you are like, you are calling me. I don't pick your call. You are blocking him. He's at peace. It's you that you are at war. May you never have a fight with people, somebody that is at peace. Yeah, there are so much at this. Shame funny. It's a form of carelessness. But it is a place of peace. Hallelujah. There are people when they write exams, they don't care about results. Temple will, will have sleepless night about something that you have written. And have, they can't do anything about it. They are not at peace. God is calling you to the higher realm. The higher realm of shalom. The higher realm of peace. May you not have sleepless nights because of your business. May you not have sleepless nights because of your marriage. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we are not at peace because we are afraid to lose human beings. Human beings. Your fellow human being. In this world, you lose people. You lose people. Some will walk away. Some to pay. Certain things, you cannot walk with them again. Because they have taken a path that you are trying to call them back and they can't. And you don't want to go on that path with them. So you have to learn to say goodbye. Those who know how to say goodbye can be at peace. Like somebody, don't be too afraid to lose anybody. Especially when you are on the right track, tell him. Because the idea of pleasing man is so sickening. Men, men 
have this insatiable, I don't even know which word to use again, crave. The more you do for them, the more they are expecting. If I give you 50,000 now, and next time I give you 2,000, you'll be like, ah-ah. The man that can give 50,000 to me is now giving me 2,000. You are not at peace. Because if I give you 50,000, the next time, if I call you to give you envelope, you'll be expecting 55,000. Oh, is that not how it is? Oh, why are you making me, me feel so bad? Is that how it is? Imagine somebody, every month, the person gives you 2,000, 3,000. The day he sent 200 Ghana. If you don't take time, you can be offended. By the person's own money. And it's like, ah, Adena, you want money 2,000, sir? Only today gave me only. You even find out, is anything wrong with this person? Man, man can never be satisfied. Tell somebody, you cannot satisfy me. Tell the person. So do what you can for me. Leave the rest for God. Clap your hands for God. I've just saved that young guy that wants to satisfy a lady at all costs. You cannot. I've just saved that young lady that wants to satisfy his, his boyfriend at all costs. You cannot. You cannot. Tell him that. Tell somebody, hey, you, shake him, he's sleeping. Say, you, you cannot. No, hold the person and shake the person and say, hey. I've just saved that wife that wants to please their husband at all costs. How I wish you do everything and yet your husband will not cheat. How I wish it is true. It is not true. I've realized that most of the theories, they have told us it doesn't work. They say if you are very submissive, your husband will love you. It is not true. You can be very submissive. Even koto for your husband. If he decides not to love you, he will not love you. Because you cannot satisfy him. How I wish that if you are a loving man, your wife will be submissive. It is not true. You can be the most loving man on earth and your wife can still be very disrespectful to you because you cannot satisfy her. The only person you can satisfy is God. Tell him, don't try to clap your hands if you are clapping. I've seen men go all the mile to do everything to make their wife okay and they broke their heart. And they couldn't stand the broken heart. And they died. Because all they wanted to do was to please just one person in this world. Hey, you will die. Look at somebody, you are going to die. Oh. Stop it. Tell him that stop it. Do what you can do. Oh. They say the way to a man's heart is through food. How I wish it was true. They are people, they can cook all the food. When you go to their house, they serve them their salad. After that, when they finish, there is soup. They say that, still, the man is not satisfied. Because of vanity upon vanity. Tell somebody, when you are dealing with me, eh, tell the person, do what you can do and leave the rest for God. If you understood this, you will always be at peace. Clap your hands for God. Some of the times, the people that are fighting you, it is not your fault. You have done what you, humanly possible, can do. You can't do beyond what your human strength can take. How I wish if you give your husband more sex, he will stay with you alone. How I wish that statement was true. Like Solomon will not marry 700 women. How I wish it was true. They have lied to us. The day you understand that man can never be satisfied. You'll never be shocked when you hear some things. Because man still have cravings. How I wish if you had a billion dollars, you'll be okay. How I wish it was true. The minute you have a billion dollars, you'll be fine. It's a lie. You will crave for more. You wish you had a trillion. By the time you have one trillion, you wish you have what? A zillion. By the time you have a zillion, you want to buy the whole world. 
because man can never be satisfied. It's only God that satisfies. That is why you don't have to allow things to take you far away from God. You can be chasing many things and you will never be satisfied. There was a woman who married seven men in the Bible and still she was not satisfied. This one died, the brother of Mary. How can she be alive and the brothers will be dying? <laughs> Have you ever thought about it? Yeah. Only here she's alive. They marry her, the brother will die. The next one will take over. This one will die. So one person asked Jesus, so when they get to heaven, whose wife will she be? Because it's like when we get to heaven, everybody will come, my wife, my wife, my wife. And, and, and they'll be wondering, okay, who, who, whose wife will it be? And Jesus said, in heaven, we are like the angels. Thank God that in heaven, we'll be like the angels. Clap your hands for God. <laughs> Tell somebody, I love you so much. But if you want to move away, I won't kill myself because of you. I wish you stay by me. But if you want to move, so be it. May God help you in your journey. I will still be with God and be satisfied with the things of God. Can I get a very big amen? When you have this understanding, you can never have broken heart for so long. Your broken heart will be one week, two weeks maximum. Two weeks maximum. After that, you move on with your life. Can the amen be louder? Stretch of your hand. May the peace of God remain in your heart. May nothing steal your joy. May nothing steal your joy. I bind anything that is stealing your joy. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout glory. How I wish if you were good to people, they would never speak bad about you. How I wish. How I wish. No matter how good you are, somebody sees you bad. And no matter how bad you are, somebody sees you good. The worst arm robber is loved by his fellow guys. An arm robber. He's even loved by some people. <laughs> because to them, he's their guy. He shows them all the corners where they can steal without being caught. So no matter how good you are, somebody will still speak bad about you. So don't lose your peace when you hear that so-so and so said this. You are like, hey, upon all that I did for her. No. It will not cease. It will still continue. If not, you can't do good again. Keep doing good and let them keep talking. And be at peace with God. Oh, clap your hands and shout glory to God. Yes, that is how this world works. When you understand how to be at peace within yourself, you can allow everything to just move. If it will not work, you don't kill yourself. Because all you have is you. If you lose you, you have nothing. You can lose your car, you can lose your wife, you can lose everything. But don't lose yourself. Because if you lose yourself, then you don't have anything. If you don't have anything, then you are in already, either you are in heaven or hell. I wish you'd be in heaven though. Say, I will not lose myself. Shake somebody, please don't lose yourself. Especially for another man or another woman. Say, never, 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 never do that. Say, take this wisdom home. Never do it. Tell him, even you, all the things I've done for you, <laughs> you are still looking for more. Tell him, I'll still do what I can do. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Oh, I don't like the way you are clapping. When I finish, I want to be able to prophesy. So keep clapping. Shout glory. Shout glory. 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 Give somebody a hand by and say, the peace of God is with you. Wake up one day and decide, I'll never be sad again in my life. It's a decision. Decide that human beings will still betray me no matter what. But me, I have decided, I'll never be sad. When sadness begins to come, I learned this from Kenneth Copeland. He says, sometimes learn to laugh, even if the laughter is not coming. All you have to do is ha, 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 ha. 
He said sometimes that some things hit him by faith. Faith work is in every area. By faith, he looks in the mirror and he goes, ha, ha. He said laughter comes with ha, ha, ha. So just look yourself in the mirror and just start. Ha. Sometimes the laughter is not coming. It's by faith. You look in the mirror, you are doing ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. And he said by the time you see yourself doing ha, 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 the joy will infuse you. And now you start laughing really hard. Look at somebody and say, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. So now start it. Learn it. Everywhere. Ha, 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 ha. How are you doing? Ha, 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 ha. Hope all is well. Ha, 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 ha. How is the economy? Ha, 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 ha. And what is the doctor response? Ha, 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 ha. Then you realize you are infused with joy. I cannot lose my joy. The Salem of God has come to tabernacle with me. Oh, I don't, I can't hear you. It's a confession of faith. Say the Salem of God has come to tabernacle with me. You don't have money. Ha, 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 ha. You wake up in the morning, you look at, hey, what a day. Then you start, ha, 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 ha. By the time you realize you are laughing all over. Joy has been infused. Your peace has been settled. Can the amen be louder? I see you. You will not fall in the temptation to please your fellow man. In the name of Jesus. You please God alone. At all times. With your fellow man, you do what you can do. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout glory. I receive Many people are not happy in marriage because of that. They want to please the person at all costs. You can't. You can't. Especially when your capacity is not. Tell somebody, do what you can. Yeah. That's why in church, we don't force you. Do what you can. We don't force you to give, 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 give. give. When service is coming, do what you can. As God blesses you, you increase. Hallelujah. Because the need in the church will never finish. And you cannot. You cannot. Only you can't. You end up being disappointed. And say, after all that I gave to the church, prophet even didn't call me. When he's prophesying, you prophesy to everybody and leave me in the middle. You become head. That shouldn't make you head. Be at peace. Tonight, I think God is speaking to you. You are going home full of salary. Peace within. That I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by the circumstances around me. I'm only moved by the word of God. I am empowered. Shout they say I'm empowered. Say it, say it. I'm, I am empowered. When I started the holiday meeting, there was a guy, he gives money to the holiday. So I was in peace. I never thought about it. Because it's always paid. Always paid. Then one time he decided not to give again. And I never asked him, why? Not one day. Because people come, people go. If you make one human being all your uncle, even people can die. So when the person dies, what has come? to your life. Your life has come to an end. Woe to the man that put his trust in another man. As long as you can help me, praise God. But when you leave, I will not be hungry. God will still provide. Yes, I'm telling you somebody that God will still provide. As long as you are in constant fellowship with him, your provision is assured. He's the one that touches people to love and to give. You lost somebody walking away from you. God can give you somebody who can love you better. How? Why do you think you cannot get love in this world? Ha, 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 ha. I'll get another love. The person will love me. Stretch off your hand toward me. I bind disease. Anything that is eating you up, I bind it. Troubles are binded. Things that are giving you emotional uh, turmoil 
I bind it. May your mind be at peace. In the name of Jesus, may your body be at peace. May everything around you be at peace. May Salem tabernacle around you. In the name of Jesus, the peace of God, which comes through the righteousness of God, may it come to you now. And can I, can I hear the amen louder? Give somebody half I say, I see the peace of God with you. Tell him, I don't care what you're going through. But Jesus cares more than me. And he will handle it. As a matter of fact, he has handled it. Yeah. I see people taking decisions that will end them in trouble. They will lose their peace for the rest of their life. If you stay with God, you'll be at peace. I'm not looking. That's opportunities can be dangerous. Looking for so many opportunities to enter into the wrong place. Somebody where they are going, that is their peace. You, where you are, is your peace. Allow God to let you be where you are so that you can enjoy the peace of God. Look, you can live, you can live just in a one-bedroom house and just so be at peace. And God is with you. I've seen people pray in the forest and meet Jesus and angels. And somebody's praying in an unconditioned room and even one drop of the presence of God is not even there. Somebody's praying in his Toyota. And angels are ascending and descending. Somebody is driving a Bentley. And nothing's happening in that Bentley. But something too can happen in the Bentley. Yeah. If it happens in the glory to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. All is that you'll be at peace. Can we be upstanding? We want to pray a bit. I hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.